0: Welcome back We Go In And Presents episode 105 here with BK Kashmir man welcome to the podcast man you know we go back years and years to the hip-hop game days when Kashmir was killing the mixtape circuit and it's just so great to see that you're still active you're still releasing amazing music and you know just really happy man that we get a chance to chop it up here on We Go In And Presents so w- welcome to the podcast man.
1: Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it definitely, man. We always did some great work and there's some amazing things, man. You were such a huge you still are such a huge part of the culture. Welcome back. Welcome back. We going in dot com. That's what's up, man.
0: Man, I appreciate that, man. But so are you, man. You know, and and I first found out about you through the mixtape circuit. You know, and, and we look at that you know, um, late 90s, early 2000s to, you know, today, 2023, you know, looking at, you know, over 20 years later. For you, man, like, what's changed with Cashmere, man, from from the mixtape freestyles and and really killing the mixtape circuit to releasing, you know, full-length conceptual albums over the last few years and really just um, transitioning more, like, over the past, like, decade or so from, like, mixtapes and freestyles to really, like, you know, just these incredible conceptual projects and songs.
1: Right. Right. I I would say that's a great question too, Brian. Um, I would say, uh, I would definitely say, have to say growth and expansion, just learning new things and and, 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 and building a business structure to where the music is the nucleus, but, but, but sort of like the head of the octopus and then the, uh, the other arms is offsprings of other things that I'm doing. So, That's what I would say. I would say growth, growth in the music, growth in the message that I'm putting out in the music. You know, like in the mixtape circuits, like I would just go crazy. You know, I would just rap my ass off and say the the craziest stuff, but still being cashmere at that period of time. But at this period of time, I I would say I'm more polished. I'm more, I'm more know where I want to take it. And it's looking good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm excited about it, and it's looking good. So I would say that's the difference: growth, expansion, and building a business structure. That's gonna that's gonna um, help me win and, and and be help help progress, and also you know monetarily as well too.
0: No doubt. You know, on a song like No Remorse, too, you can hear how sharp your pen game is. But you also say things like, you know, had a riff with the rapper, but that's small talk, you know, showing that you're not going to like really engage that you're that you're above that. You're not going to um, go that direction. You know, where does that growth come from? Right. Like, like, how did you decide this is the direction I'm going to go instead of like, you know, saying things or doing things that might get you immediate clicks, but might not take you where you want to go in the long run?
1: Um, it's it's, it's 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 by doing things that artists today don't don't do. Being myself, you know, like if this was like you know on a mixtape circuit and I was industrialized, then of course I'd be like you know let's go have a few batteries in my back for my people and be ready to do do whatever. It really wouldn't matter because you know we come from the street, but. You know, I was blessed to have a grandmother, grandfather, mother, father, you know, that loved me. And I kind of like, you know, took took the vibe of, you know, not only being from the streets, but learning and learning other things and stuff like that. But as far as the uh, as far as that, as far as that question, I would say just just growth. I would say growth again with that. And just like it's frivolous if you're not saying my name and then. You know, at the same time, that was like a rapper that four, five, six, six years ago I did a diss track on, and you know they didn't say nothing back. So I'm not chasing clout, so I didn't, I didn't say I, I just put that out, and he didn't come back, so it's over. Uh, another, another artist probably would have kept going just to get the clout and the notoriety. Probably would have, you know, did the 50 Cent thing or something like that like the 50 Cent Ja Rule thing. But me, I'm all about the music, always have been, always is. And I'm a lyricist. Like, if you say my name, I'm coming outside. But other than that, I just love the culture. And battling is a huge part of the culture. So I'm with that as well. But to like, just 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 like we had, he, he made it personal and, you know, tried to take it there, but it wasn't really about nothing. It was all washed up under the bridge. And actually me and that, rapper seeing each other spoke to each other and it's all love so
0: that's great man that's great you know sometimes time actually does heal wounds maybe not completely but at least like between like growth maturity time like you get that space things things do get better
1: yeah of course time heals all wounds man time heals all wounds you know your two
0: singles, "I Love You" and "No Remorse," man. You know both both incredible um, drops that you've done recently. Or is that part of a bigger project? And and how how have those songs done for you so far?
1: Um, "I Love You" is doing well. Um, "No Remorse," they love it. It got like a crazy, a crazy feel. "I Love You" is produced by DJ B Original. "No Remorse" is produced by my boy. He's from Germany. My boy Death Grew. And he's dope, a new artist, a new new producer from Germany. He he actually just I gave him the vocals and he just put a beat behind it. And when I heard it, I was amazed and I was like, it's so different from other things that I'm doing. It was so hip hop, but yeah, the 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 two songs is doing great, especially that I love you the single. Um, we're still pushing it heavy, you know, and it, and it's doing good, man. Getting a lot of streams and getting a lot of views on YouTube. The video is out now, man. It's the first single off my um. New album, which is dropping, I say February, which is a, which was going to be called the masterpiece of Taiwan. It's like a real in depth look on my life and being in hip hop all these all these years and, and loving the culture. It got a song called uh, produced by DJB Original as well. It's called uh You, which is like an old day to hip hop, which is telling hip hop I owe I owe you because you know you've been you've been really good to me all of these years and gave me life kept me out the streets and kept me on straight and narrow path. even when i turned left and turned right but definitely you know i love you is out now ignorant ignorant ish produced by tone jones is out now as well all three will be on the album i gotta check out the album it's like a masterpiece that's why i call it the masterpiece i really put my time and focus on on it and i hope they love it man i hope especially i know my fans gonna love it because i do it for them but I hope it bring newer fans and stuff like that, and so forth and song.
0: Man, that that's incredible, and, and really DJB Original is someone we both got a lot of love for. Shout out to him, man! You know, how did you guys link up? Because he's been someone who's really been instrumental in your career, and you guys have done a lot of great songs together over the yes. years. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Um, I met the original through through you
0: yeah that's crazy you. i thought so but i wasn't sure i thought yeah. so. yeah
1: now i met him through you he um he 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 hit me you told me is it okay to uh you know to give you give him my number and from there he hit me and invited me to the studio in la and we just started creating magic he actually like um orchestrated and executive produced a project my one of my pro the project i put out in 2015 2016 already live he we went hard on that witness studio 16 tracks it's on itunes now y'all go check that out um and it was like that was like one of my biggest projects to be honest with you besides the last one i put out which was resilience which is doing great you know we almost at almost at hopefully about two million streams on that right now but other than that be original be original is one of the dopest producers out here Man, like I I gotta give it up for him that the work the, the 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 product and the production that he gives to me and that we we do the magic we make together is undoubtedly like I said he produced I love you single I love you single I wanted to go totally left I don't like doing the same thing what I did last on my last project so I wanted to I felt like hip hop needed love so he I heard, he sent me that beat I wrote the song to it and it's out now man y'all go check y'all go check it out but. Be original is like, he's original, DJ Be original, he's original, his beats is original, and he's hip hop, and he's from St. Louis, and he's 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 totally hip hop, and I just I just I just me and his sound just go together, man, just go together like 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 a burger and French fries, man, like shout out to Be original, man, Sound Unity Entertainment, man, enough props to him, man, for real.
0: Man, I couldn't agree more, man. I I love hearing you guys, you know, and the music you guys make together. You know, looking at Ready to Live, that's just that one of those classic projects, man, and and I loved it when it came yeah. out and, and was excited to see it back on on the digital streaming platforms. What 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 motivated you to finally get it back out there to make it more accessible to people?
1: Um, I just like in this in the in the industry today like especially with streaming, so like I feel like, you know, you have to have a catalog. You have to have a, a, a large catalog. So when people see your name, they don't want to just see two songs, one song. Again, it's not like I'm signing Def Jam or Interscope or some big record label. So you want to, you want to, um you want to, uh when it, when you, when you, when your fans see you, you want to have them go through a, pro, a catalog and say like, yo, this kid is really dope. He really makes good music. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an MC. I'm a rapper, but I, I coined myself at being an artist. You know, I, I always did. I could make radio records. I, I could make street records. I came in the game, battling everybody, every every street rapper that was in it, out around my way. You know, battle rapping. So, like, I, I I love the culture. You know what I mean? I'm I'm more in love with the culture than the industry and you know and you know the business is crazy but you know i kind of got my hand on that and i'm kind of good on that i kind of like where i'm at going business-wise and it's making me make more fun music more 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 genuine music more feel-good music and that's the vibe so i feel like i just had to put put that up there i had to put that out there actually I'm going to put a Best of Cashmere with the You Owe It To Me, the Heatmaker joints I did with the heat makers to stay out my zone, the You Owe It To Me, the Dang Reddy's, what I did with GQB. Who else, man? The Spit It Out that I did with GQB, the joints I did for Slay. We're going to put a Best of Cashmere out. I have about 20, 20 joints full of cashmere, Best of Cashmere. We're going to put that out and add that to the catalog as well.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm excited to hear that, man. You know, how do you balance – Making sure those archives are available to fans, and you want fans to get into those classic cuts you've done over the years, while also focusing on the new music. Like, how do you balance the old with the new?
1: Um, I, I I keep going, I keep going. I don't um, you know what's old, what's happening. I'm in love with it, but I always go back to listen to like I'm I'm putting out a new album this February, probably like in another sixty days. So I go I, I to, to, to to before I started writing this new album I I I I'll, I'll sit down and chill and listen to the to the last album I put out and see where I want to take it there from the title to the songs to the mood to everything so like that's how I that's how I, that's how I get I get things put things together it has to be I have to have something to talk about I have to have something to say and everything. So how I use my past music is by seeing what I've already given the fans and the culture and hip hop as a whole. And you know, by 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 knowing where I came from, it lets me know where I'm going. And I and I love where I'm going right now.
0: Right. No, that that's awesome. I mean when when I listen to resilience too, it's like that feels like it's some of your most personal music yet, you know. What's it like, yeah. really, giving the listener like that inside glimpse into into who you are beyond the microphone and 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 the, the personality, but like who you actually are, you know, and 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 the struggles yeah. and and the the successes and everything that you that you face and go through on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, definitely resilience. Actually, oh, uh, resilience is like resilience and ready to live. Those are like. Throw ups, and throw ups in the air. Like I love those two projects. I love all the music I put out. You know, I don't. That's why sometimes it takes me a little while to put out. So I'll throw out a single to sprinkle my people and try to stay consistent. But you know that resilience album, man, it did so well. I guess probably because I did a did did a lot of uh, subsidiary things. That when people look at that, they automatically come to the music. But that resilience album was like probably. Besides the the, the, the K. Slay and List to See mixtapes and all of that, that's probably like my biggest biggest project. It's really getting a lot of streams. The videos, the videos got lots of views, and for me to be be able to stay strong with with a project like that and get the get the views and the and the streams that I'm getting today, that 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 that, that you know, I, I feel I felt grateful for that. I was very thankful for that.
0: That's awesome. So, how do you look at being, you know, from New York, but also like, you know, spending a good chunk of time in LA, like really going back and forth? Like, what's the difference? That the biggest differences you see between like New York and LA, and how how does that travel really impact your music and, and the kind of music that you make?
1: It just opened my 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 eyes to a whole other side of the, of, the, of America. I always wanted to. You know, New York and California—they're the two most popular cities and in our country. So, I always wanted to go to Cali. It just so happened it it presented itself to me in a a good way. And when I went out there, like I I kind of—I—I—I felt—I went out there to Cali actually. When I first went to Cali, I was out there with my agent uh, Trey Zimmerman at the time. He was my agent at the time, and um, you know, I was at the Hermosa Hotel by Hermosa Beach and. I looked off the balcony and I was like, yeah, I needed, I felt like I needed to change. I needed to get out of New York at that time. So when I, once I looked up that hotel balcony and I seen like, oh, this is another city different, but still real city. I was like, all right, nah, I could, I could deal with this. And probably like, maybe like six months later, I I, I, I made the transition to move to Cali.
0: That's awesome, man. You know, I- how do, how does your music change being in New York City, man? Do you do you feel like it's a different vibe when you're recording in New York?
1: Actually, uh, is it a different vibe? Yes. Yeah. I gotta say it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a different vibe. New York is just, it's no city like New York. You know, like Cali, you could, it's no city like Cali either, but it's kind of like, you could go to Miami and get a little Cali, you know? Right. So, it's like, but when I come to New York, I'm like, gosh dang, this city is just like, you know, I done been to Japan. I done been to Africa. I've been to Dubai. I've been to, uh, I've been to, uh, where else? Samoa, been to, uh, 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 Indonesia, Singapore. And I've never seen a, a city. Like I've never seen a place. I mean, that's some places out of the country, but I've never seen a place like this city. And when I'm here in this city, I just get that vibe. It's home. You know, I just get that vibe. But I'ma say this again, like that California love is great. Shout out to my Compton boys, my boy D, my boy Nuke, my boy Wack, my boy Rock. Like that 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 California love was great. I got a lot of love in California. Shout out to California, shout out to Compton, Crenshaw, Watts, shout out to Gardena, shout out to everybody that showed me love in Cali, because they I, I I actually I recorded most of resilience in California. Oh, wow. Yeah, most of resilience. I have my own studio, so I recorded most of resilience in California. Yeah.
0: That, that's awesome, man. You know, Case Lay, too, is somebody who has been super instrumental in your career, especially in the early days of Kashmir, man. You know, what did Case Lay mean to you, and just how shocked were you, man, to hear of his untimely passing?
1: That hurt. You know what I mean that hurt you know, but but today after that hurt passed, we celebrate him k slade i i i some k slay uh where 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 i'm gonna say i guess that's two words or i'm gonna say i'm gonna say two words, I guess hip hop is two words, so i'm gonna say I'm gonna say k Slade hip hop, and if I wanna pick another word, I'm gonna say the culture. It, it it was not it, it wasn't too many people like K Slay K Slay was he he'll give you a shot but not only that you got to be nice and he's strictly for the culture if you whack he's going to say you whack he 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 he, he he's in the streets he wants the newest stuff K Slay was our last remember how like DJs used to mixtape DJs used to like actually go look for the artists, or want to hear the newest, hottest stuff to put on their mixtapes. they just, just just didn't go with what was popular at the time. Yeah, you had, to, you
0: had to go around. You had to you had to you had to be out there.
1: Yeah, you had to be out there, and you had to put your freestyle out. But you could meet DJ Clue in a record store, and if he liked what you got, you might be on the tape if it, if you was that ill, you know. And if he liked what you're doing, and that was. But Slay was on was about even on a on a bigger level. And and not only that, Slay was that till his dying day. You know, Slay was like he was just so monumental to this culture of ours. And, you know, hip hop lost a great, a great rest in peace to K Slay. The dude is like he like the greatest to me. Like K Slay was dope. When it comes to this hip hop stuff, like just the core of hip hop. Star Wars, all the stuff he was doing, he was the five elements from graffiti to breakdancing, DJing, MCing, like Slay. Slay was it. Slay was it, man. And I think that he should have got more props than he did, even though he was a, a, a huge figure all over America and the world for that sake. But you know, it, we ain't gonna never put it this way. We never gonna have. We never gonna see another case Slay.
0: No, for real. Like, what I always loved about Case Slay, too, was that he was always accessible. Like, you know, he, he wanted, you know, if I needed yeah. him for an interview, he was, he was there. He always would, you know, would send music, you know, Papoose, uh, Big Lou, you know, his street sweeper artists. Um, yeah. You know, how did you get plugged in with Case Slay? Like, how did you get him to really be a believer in your music?
1: Um, Actually, I I met K. Slade. Me and my manager, Hood. We went met him up, met him uptown, and um, he heard the music, he liked the music, and he said he was running with it. He was running with it. He was he was running with it. And this was before, like this was like right before Pat Poops and all of that. Like probably a little, probably like a year and a half, two years before Pat Poops, Like K. Slade. Enough enough gave me my start on the radio on Hot Ninety Seven and stuff, but then K Slate took it and ran with it in a in a way where I was getting played on every Thursday night on on the the drama hour Street Sweeper Radio on Hot Ninety Seven, you know, and then mixtapes. I was on two of his albums and like i don't know if it, if it wasn't for Slate, y'all wouldn't have heard Cashmere in that raw fashion and or really got to pump my name. Slate pumped my name like no other. You know what I mean, and, you know, like, we met, he loved the music, he said, I'm gonna run with him, I'm gonna run with him, and I was, like, one of his mainstays, as far yeah. as MCs go.
0: Which is incredible, man, What what was it like the first time Enough played your song on Hot 97, man, like, what was that feeling?
1: It was a, it was a, it was amazing. It was amazing, and I love DJ Enough. One of my favorite DJs. Shout to the heavy hitters, Camillo all of them. Like Cast One, all of them. I, I love those dudes. You know, they Enough is just a, a pillar in hip hop. That's just, you know, such such a cool dude, calm dude, but great at what he do. Great DJ, knows what he's doing. Just great, great dude. But it went enough. Enough had that five o'clock ride to mid mid midday five o'clock and he blasting your song on and you go outside people like you on a radio and stuff like that it was amazing actually wendy williams was the first person to play my play one of my records really yeah i did this remix that talking to me with a. Marie and i spit a verse on it and wendy williams played it and that was the first time i was on a on a radio and actually my friend my 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 my, my son's mother's cousin seen A Marie in the restaurant and I and she was like, Yeah, did you hear it? She was like, Yeah. And she we got on the phone and we chopped it up with each other.
0: That's crazy. What was that conversation like?
1: It was she was organic. She was straight. You know, she wasn't bougie or nothing. She was a, a down to earth great woman. So she and she said she liked it. She's like, Yeah, go with it. She was like, go with it. Do what you gotta do with it. You got the okay for me. It was cool. So and Wendy Williams was was playing that for a while, probably like for like two three weeks straight. And then we went to Enough from there. And from Enough, we went to Slay, and Slay gave us a plan to where all the other DJs was playing it from Greenland, to Clue, to Flex, to everybody. You know, we had like a system, man. We manhood. We built a, we built a little, we built it from the ground now. We went from hopping trains to being on Hot ninety seven. So, it was like, you know, it, it, it was a struggle. So you ain't going to go nowhere without the struggle. But we 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 here and we're making it and we making it happen. And it's looking great. I'm loving it.
0: Man, you know, when you look at that time period too, man, that's when you transitioned to to not just, you know, mixtapes and radio, but also the internet, man. Like how did your whole plan kind of switch as the websites and blogs became more popular and had more sway in the culture?
1: Yeah, that was, it was crazy. You know what, Brian? uh how i got introduced to the internet was from joel ot. Mm. we was in a, um we was in his house. Me and him, me and Joel O'Tees used to hang out in his projects all the time and Cooper projects. And his manager um his manager uh, we was at his house, his manager and he was like, "Yo Cash, I want to show you something. Come
0: here." Was that Mike? And
1: yeah. Yeah. It was Mike. Oh, no, it was D. D. Okay. Yeah, his manager D. I know Mike too, but his manager D. And he was like, he was like, come here. And he showed me hip hop game. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, he showed me hip hop game. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, it's the internet. And then I looked at his plays, and he had over 11,000 plays. So I'm like, wait, hold up. This is real? And I'm telling you, it's the future, boy. You need to hop on it. And I'm like, I'm like, wow. So I, I, from when I left there, I went to my studio and, and in Bedside, Madison, you know, Joel Ortiz is in Bushwick. So it's not too far from each other. And I told them, I told my manager, Hood, like, yo, you need to get up on this internet thing, man. I'm telling you, pretty dope. And it's going to be the wave of the future. We need to get up on it, you know? It, it, and it was already developing then. It was already big then, like Razor, that Razor Virgin Records, the Dupree version records told Razor that he should have a, a, a internet campaign and stuff like that back then. But I think my management and stuff like that, they weren't on it. They weren't hip to it then, but I was trying to get them hip to it. So. and then I ran into you and we did promotion on hip hop game. You was posting the stuff out and everything. And then I went to the blog from hip hop DX to, 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 to world star to, to all of that stuff, man. And the internet, you know the internet is a gift and a curse, but if you got talent, it's definitely a gift. And if you got consistent, persistent, and you dope with that what you're doing, and you're gonna stay the course, you should be alright, man. So, and there's many ways that you can sell your music, you sell your music. But as far as the internet goes, I'm not mad at it. It just, it's just a different world, but I'm not mad at it at all. Like the internet. And, it, it, it's doing good. It's doing good for me. I'm not, I can't lie. It's doing good. I'm growing daily. All I, all I worry about is growth and progress. And if that's happening, I'm good with it. So as far as getting introduced to the internet, that's how I got introduced to the internet. Actually through, through you, through you, Brian, you really gave me, gave, like put me on and started putting a lot of my records up there on hip hop game, which was like the hip hop, the, the, the lyrical lemonade of that
0: that period of time so man that that's amazing man. I remember those days so well and I'm, I'm glad you do too man I appreciate you you know uh, shouting those out man you know early on too like the internet really was seen as kind of like a nerd thing and a lot of artists yeah. initially were resistant to like messing with us and then you look at the guys like Joel and you and Stimuli and Graf Saigon Joe Budden like like artists that really yeah. figured out how to use the internet for their advantage
1: yeah yeah and then y hip hop game used to have just just dope artists, y'all used to have all the new music before the before the mixtapes you know you you guys were the first uh, uh a website that I was introduced to as far as the internet and hip hop is concerned, so you know and and I love hip hop game like I wish it was here today. I loved it. it was just like the place where you wanted to hear anything new, you wanted to hear exclusive interviews, you wanted to hear uh even production exclusive producers you guys had the whole nine yards new albums coming out from artists all over the world so it it was just dope and everybody was up on it so it was just it was just dope man like i said it was like the 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 hip-hop dx of 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 that day of that heyday so
0: man those those are fun days man and you know it's it's too bad like the way that Websites have really been kind of faded out of hip hop media, is is definitely a loss for artists and fans for sure. Um, so, right. when, when you look at the landscape today in 2023, man, like, what do you got to do to be successful today? And, like, what's the best way to move as an artist?
1: Um, the best way to move as an artist, was, and what is it to take to, to be successful today? Um, dang, I was gonna say it takes talent, but shoot. Right now a lot a lot of talentless things is going on. You know, but um yeah, I'ma say I'm a I'ma say talent. Um but not just talent. It gotta take hard work, consistency. It takes a lot. This game ain't ain't for the thing at heart. It ain't for it ain't for anybody, you know, anything that's worth having like something like a dream and you know, it, it look at me, I've been doing it for years and I'm still doing it, but I'm doing it because I love it. And and not only that, it is profitable and it, it leads me to other profitable things which probably make more money off of those things than the music, but the music is the nucleus. If, if it wasn't for the music, they wouldn't even know who I am. But I would say talent, consistency, um, hard work, dedication, sacrifice, obedience, is so much you know, you got to be groomed to be in this and you got to want it, and you got to love it and you got to be in this to win it unless you just going to make a few records and when them records don't hit, you're going to quit.
0: And, ha- you know, have you thought about quitting? Like, how have you been able to stay inspired and, and stay creating, you know, through the years?
1: It's who I am. It's who I am. I can't escape this if I wanted to. Every time I wake up, I think about hip-hop. I think about my music. I think about what's going on in hip hop i think about bettering the culture i think about putting out dope music for not only my fans ahead but for new fans ahead and you know it's like it's like it's like sort of like the drug game like you don't need a million fans to make this a business there's a whole new structure out here today and 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 the hip hop business so you just got to figure out where you want to take it cuz there's so many ways that you can do it you know, you just gotta figure out a plan where you could do it, and I would say the best plan is be being original, standing out, sticking out, and 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 letting people know that you're you here and you're dope and you're not going nowhere. You know, being firm and being being very confident in what you're doing and what you're putting out, and that's 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 what I do. Like I don't really worry about nobody else. I build a, a cool fan base to where you know when I put something out, they're going to check it. And I'm, I'm 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 good with that. And as long as the fans is progressing, the streams is progressing, the money is progressing, and I'm progressing, I don't have a problem with it. I'm gonna do it until I can't do it no more. But after this album, I am I am I do want to take like a a cool a cool break and just 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 spend some time with the kids and the family and stuff like that.
0: No doubt. So how do you balance family life and everything with? the creative side of making music and then the business side also of promoting and pushing the music that you're making? Because, I mean, you're wearing a ton of hats right now just in your your daily life.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't even know how I do it, but I just try to stay focused and stand in love with, 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 with who I am, what I'm doing, and where I'm going. You know, and and it, and ultimately it got something to do from where I came from. From 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 the mixtapes and K slaves and the DJ announced and doing features with all these major artists and being one of the top artists in my prime at 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 that time in New York as far as one of the hottest new artists. So I take pride in who I am being BK Cashmere. So and my fans, they the one who keep me going. They keep me like, yo, when is the new music dropping? What's going on? And to see my DMs, it'd be lit. They keep me motivated. They keep me they keep me going and keeping my head on the swivel and keep making music because if I'ma make music, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to my fullest ability. So that's what keep me going. Like that that, that the the fans and the love that that the that, that, that the people got for me, you know, so but as far as wearing all the hat it, it ain't easy man but it's getting it's getting easier because the progress is progressing so you know it's getting easier but it's a, it, I wear a lot of hats, and that's why I just said right after this album man I I, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be performing and doing things sporadically but I really want to like I, I put so much time on my life into into hip hop into to this music I really want to, like, you know, travel with my kids and do things with my kids and, 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 and really, really, really focus on that. Not that I wasn't, but I really want to, like, how I put focus on that on the hip-hop side, I want to put focus on that on 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 them as far as, like, getting to know what they want to do with their lives at this t- time point of time of their life and getting to, to know where they want to go and what they like and, you know, specifically and very you know very 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 uh targety like straight pinpoint style to get to know where my babies is at what they doing and where they trying to go so cuz they getting older as well so i'm really i'm really i'm really focused on that but you know we putting out the album masterpiece of taiwan in february so y'all look out for it
0: that's amazing man so what is that writing process like for you today you know how does that cashmere verse come together
1: Hey, yo, Brian comes out like water now. I guess I did my 10,000 hours. It comes out like it comes out like nothing, like songs and stuff like that. I write songs in and, and a half an hour and stuff like I Love You. I wrote like on the spot, boom, bang, boom, and it came out so dope. Like that's one of my favorite records right now, you know? And like I just, I, I love that record. I listen to it all the time. It just got a positive vibe, positive feel. But still maintaining myself, even though I'm telling people that, like that, you know, tell your brother I love you, tell your sister I love you, you know, I'm letting everybody know. Like I feel like hip hop needed some love. Everybody is thugging, gang banging, and doing all of this. Like let me, let me, let me go left real quick and, and, and give y'all this. And it was accepted, and I'm and I'm, I'm glad it was.
0: No doubt, man. So you got the you got the album coming out in February. Is it done at this point, or are you still putting some finishing touches on
1: it? No, I'm definitely putting finishing touches on it. It it could be done. Like I could put it out in next week, but I really want it's still it's some songs that I feel like I really need to express myself on it and really, 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 really put on a joint. So it should have about fourteen, maybe sixteen joints on it stuff like that but it, i could i could probably put it i was just about picking out then i got few 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 sessions probably like two more sessions that where i want to where i want to perfect everything as far as like the lineup and the songs wise but then we're going to do the last session as far as like mixing and mastering so that's that's just basically it but yeah man yeah that's
0: really cool man and you know back back you know even 15, 20 years ago, collaborations were everything, you know, who's featured, who's featured, you know, when you look at the new project and just in general, do you feel like the value of the collab, the, the, the guest verse has kind of gone down in value where it's a little more personal and more about like those organic partnerships that really sound good versus like paying somebody for that 16, but there's kind of no relationship there.
1: Yeah. Yes, I do. You know, even though it's going to be profitable and it's going to be um, no noticeable and, and it's going to gain popularity, it's still, it's still, you know, it's nothing like, you know, me and Pat being in the studio doing a freestyle together and, you know, he's writing his verse. Me and Bum B being in Chung King's studio together and he's in the corner writing his verse and I'm in the, in the, in the corner writing my verse. That 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 it, that 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 feel was it 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 made you it made you get on top of your game. Like when I was in the studio, I'm in the studio with a legend. We talk about Bun B, and you know, I walk in the studio and he's like, Cash don't. He's like he he think I don't know him because they from Houston. I'm a young New Yorker, and I come in and he's like, Cash don't know about no UGK, and I start singing Pocket Full of Stones. And he give me a pound, and he roll up a blunt, and we go in the back of the studio and just smoking a blunt, and we writing. He peeking at my room, peeking at his, but we trying to act like we not. It's nothing like that feeling, man. It's nothing like that that vibe, that organicness that 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 it brings to the music.
0: That that's awesome, man. No, I, and and I'm not surprised, man, that you're a student of the game, man. You can't do the kind of music you do without being a, a real student of the game like that.
1: Yes, I'm a hip-hop connoisseur to the fullest, see? For real, man.
0: <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, you know, it's great to have you on here, man. I'm so glad we got a chance to chop it up, and we'll have to do it again in February, man, with the new album.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I would love to, man. You know, shout-out to you, too, Brian, man. Like, the work you put in, I know you're a humble, modest guy, but you, you... I I, I love I love what you do. Shout out to you and the family, man. Blessings on blessings. And, you know, shout out to Brian, man. Shout out to everything that you're doing. Wegoingin.com. Fire, man. Y'all go check out the interview. It should be dropping. Brian, man, thanks to you, man. Thanks for tapping in with me. I appreciate you, my brother.